Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. So what advice do you have? Of course, you know, I, you know, I, I teach my students at my live events the, the importance of networking. So I'm all about this subject. So what advice do you have to someone when they're going to a real estate investing a network or like it's a local RIA or it's a meetup or whatever? What advice can you have to give to what should a person's objective be? I mean, I know the objective is let's don't go to the event and be a wallflower, right? So what, what should someone do to get the biggest benefit out of being there? I'd say know specifically what you're looking for and what field you're in. Real estate has a lot of avenues. So it's nice to know, okay, I'm a, I'm a, a residential flipper or a rehabber. So people that I should look to meet might be uh, closing attorneys might be uh, contractors, floor and tile people. So those people I would look to gain knowledge of or meet, but I should also keep my opportunities open for people who are doing exactly what I'm doing. And that's, that's a tendency that is drilled into us, I guess, as entrepreneurs is to think that this is my idea. No one else has the same idea and I should hold on to it for dear life. But if you just let go, you realize that the other person that's doing the same thing that you're doing and may have some great tips for you and things that you should avoid or things that you should really do in order to make it easier for you. So remember that you should be open to people who are doing the same thing. Yes, I think that building your sphere of influence is so important, kind of like to add on to what he said. When I go to events, I will, I have gained friendships. I have gained, as he said, a relationship and so many business partners as well as as business deals off of these events but I went with an open mind 
and an open heart where I wasn't there to gain from it. Don't go in there and say, I'm here to sell to everybody here tonight because that, that comes through and you seem a lot less genuine and you should be there to help others. And then it, it comes back to you. Thank you so much because I knew that you were going to say something along those lines. From my experience, when I go to a networking event, whether I'm a first timer or I've been there a long time, it's all about, I have a question that I, re that I repeat in my mind. How can I serve these people? How can I serve this person? And I view myself as a connector. So once I begin to know people at the event uh, or in a group, then I just take on the responsibility myself to be a connector. So when I see someone that's new, that's coming in that I've never seen before, then I adopt those people. I'll walk up to them. I'll introduce myself, make them welcome, find out what they're looking for. And then I'll get them introduced to some people. And I have discovered through not looking for anything in return, no conditions, no strings attached, you serve people and get them connected with other people. You don't have to worry about yourself through the law of reciprocity and you know what God's put, what God has put in place in this, on this planet. It's all going to come back. How can I serve? And I tell you the, the other thing that comes to my mind on networking is let me tell you what drives me crazy. And I bet it drives you all crazy too. <laughs> what drives me crazy. What drives me crazy is going to a networking event. I'm visiting with somebody and they want to give me their business card and I didn't ask for it. I'm thinking to myself, why are you giving me your business card when I don't even want your business card, right? <laughs> you know, don't, don't put your business card. I mean, why are you giving me that piece of paper, right? I just started talking to you. Yeah. So when I go to networking events, I don't go to give out cards. If somebody asks, I will, but I don't go to the event to give out cards. I go to events to get cards yes. and I want to, I want to get cards with people that I want to, as you said, Jennifer, follow up and dive deeper, dive deeper on that relationship. Any tips on that handwritten note? I, I've got a talk that I give that I titled some years ago, the power of the handwritten note. And of course you write that handwritten note and like people can't throw it away because it's like a gold nugget. You just don't get handwritten notes in the mail anymore these days. But what, what tip or tips can you give on uh, taking advantage to its fullest on sending somebody a handwritten note? Don't overthink it. I'm guilty of that because I overthink everything, <laughs> but don't overthink it. Keep it simple. You don't even have to fill up the whole page just as long as you let them know they, that the person was on your mind after the event and, and that there was something that y'all talked about that was important. Just one thing you talked about that you can bring up in that handwritten note, like, I hope your pet, you know, your pet's doing better, feeling better or whatever it may be. It's just more that that's there. It is special to them when they get it. In other words, you're going to communicate to that person that you actually were listening while they were talking. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The other, another thing that drives me nuts at the networking events is I'm talking with somebody and their eyes are over there and their eyes are over there. And I like want to say, hello, are you here? You know? And so, you know, that's another big tip is when you're actually visiting with someone, 
what I remind myself is when I'm visiting with someone, they are the most important person in my life right now in that moment in time and to be, and to be totally present. Okay. That's excellent. So on your handwritten note, do you have a typical way that you ended out or is there a call to action or is there nothing at all? You just sent a genuine expression of it was so nice to meet you and let's stay in touch. I don't do a call to yet call to action. And I do that on purpose. I want it to just be very genuine and not like I'm out to sell you something. And if I do a call to action, they're like, Oh, well, she really didn't care. She wants to sell me a house. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. Because you know, people, as you said a moment ago, they're going to see right through as to whether you're genuine or not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your first deal. So let's take for just a moment and we'll come back to all the entire audience of the, you know, experienced real estate investors. But we got a bunch here, a bunch of folks here that have still not yet done their first real estate investing deal. So what's your advice to the new real estate investor that is yet to do the first deal? Get off the sidelines, definitely get in, I would say. And we would say from experience, start off slow. Don't think that you have to swing for a million dollars right off the, <laughs> right off the, uh, on the start. It's, it's the, the moving parts just get more, they multiply when you, when you get to higher dollars. So it should be really helpful to get into something that's a lower dollar, lower interest payments while you're doing the work you're doing on the property. And if you start small and then work your way up, you'll be having that private jet in no time. I fully believe. So <laughs> start off small. And that was our first one. It was just a $60,000 house, three bedroom, one bath. And that is a, I, I, I think I had my most fun on that small house. And I, I said, that's what's to look forward to for someone getting started. Well, and everybody will make mistakes on their first ones. And let's, let's be real in real estate, <laughs> no house, no transaction is the same. So you're always <laughs> learning. So it's better to have that learning curve on a smaller dollar amount versus the million dollar properties. So definitely go ahead and get started, but, but do it with a smaller, smaller cash amount. Yeah. Yeah. There's more room for error and forgiveness in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's all, that is exactly what you need at the beginning. Excellent. All right. Well, let's talk for a moment about mentoring. So why is that an important topic to you? So a mentor basically is someone who's been there before, someone who is giving of their time and hopefully they, they have a little more knowledge of the path that you're looking to go down. It's really important to, uh, to have one because, because if you're, you're brand new and you're thinking about, well, okay, here's the profit I'm looking to get, but then I don't know all the little things along the way. And it's, you won't know those because you've never been there before. So to have a mentor and someone to say, hey, you should look at this, this is coming, expect this, oh, we have to pay taxes now, all of those things are really good to have, have a conversation with, with someone who's, who's been there before. And the, the mentor is also a good one, is going to help push you to make moves, push you to get going and, and have some kind of feedback and, and, and support. And sometimes it's nice just to be able to bounce ideas off someone else somebody that maybe isn't as involved emotionally on a deal so they can give an outsider's opinion. Yeah. I tell my students, I said, you know what, you're going to pay for your education one way or the other, you know, <laughs> 
do, do you want to pay a really, really high price, you know, out there in the field uh, where the landmines are? Or, you know, do you want to get a mentor and not only save yourself a lot of money, but also save yourself a lot of time? Because in working with a mentor, you're going to get there a whole lot quicker. And then finally, before we wrap up the show, y'all, one of your topics you are very passionate about, and that is being a continual learner and continuing your education. Why is that important? And do you have any experience recently as to why that has now been endorsed to you as to why you should really continue to learn? Yes. Oh, Wyatt and I are always reading, watching YouTube videos, going on, listening to podcasts. That's and right. sometimes we learn stuff just from interviewing people on our podcasts. Yeah. And in some cases saved us from making those mistakes and others we've been able to relate to and just know it's not only us making <laughs> that mistake <laughs> or we weren't the only ones that did it. And we feel like you will never stop learning in real estate. And it's so important to stay on top of, of anything new or changing within the industry. Yeah, yeah. You know, as soon as it's funny, this industry will teach you whether you want it or not. So as soon as you think you know everything, just wait. And so I think it's good to keep in the process of always knowing. Example being, I own an apartment building and one of the tenants, you know, had an opportunity, I guess not an opportunity. The previous seller had said, hey, if you stay, I will pay your cable bill. Well, I didn't know that taking over the property. And so knowing that now that those agreements kind of happen with between owners and, and, and their tenants over time, now I know that, but I would have known that if I'd have followed a podcast or <laughs> read a book of someone that already owns multifamily properties. So, so it's important to keep your eyes open, always be okay to learn and absorb new information because you may not need it now, but soon you will. Well, and along with that, you know, I've discovered that like in the realm of marketing and locating motivated sellers, you know, particularly if you're locating off market sellers, what worked two years ago may not be working as well today. And then, you know, you may like, you know, you and your team, uh, Wyatt, you all do a lot of outbound calling to uh, off market sellers or potential sellers. And, you know, you're using uh, dialers that, that makes you more efficient on outbound calling. And so you got to keep learning because it's all, as you say, it's, it's all the time changing. Mm -hmm. Well, why and Jennifer, we're out of time, but I must say it's been fantastic having you here on the show. And just to let everybody know and remind you, if you're in the anywhere in the middle Tennessee area, Jennifer and Wyatt work together in the realty company. You're looking for a realtor to represent you on making offers. I mean, I always use my same realtor to make all of my offers because I know they're going to have my best interest at heart. And so anywhere in the middle Tennessee area, you can reach out to Wyatt and Jennifer for uh, working with you and they can be your realtor on your team. And you also all, y'all are also looking for joint venture partners, right? Definitely. We sure are. Partners that want to get in on flips as well as buy and holds for multifamily. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, we'd love to talk to anyone. You can reach us on our, on the website there. Yeah. And you uh, again, your podcast is 
corkscrews and contracts, and that's also a website, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, awesome. Now, you've got a free giveaway to uh, my listeners. So tell the folks about your free consultation that you're offering to give away and why they would want to take advantage of it. Absolutely. So we're giving away a free 15-minute phone call, and that is really useful for anyone that's getting started in real estate, especially investing. Uh, because you may have, have, have gotten all this information from different sources, you need someone to kind of give you the right funneling, the right direction to go. And we'd love to provide that to anyone and to walk you through the process of buying too. Jennifer is great at that for anyone that's new and then seasoned investors as well. Sometimes you need a tune up on what it is that you do. Talking to someone in, in the local market or, or just a, a market away is a great way to get that. Uh, Nashville's a, a hot market, so we do a lot of things that some other markets don't do, and we're really happy to help people out in, in all kinds of ways. And a lot of people here just invest in Nashville, but they have no idea why. So we <laughs> know this market, and we'll be glad to talk to you more about it. That's great. Okay, Wyatt, last word, final comment. Thank you, Jay. Love what you do. And we're just glad for the opportunity. Yes. Awesome. Jennifer? Yes, thank you. This has been such a fun experience. And I'm so glad we were able to connect again. And you do great, great things for people getting started in the industry. So thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining the show. Again, everybody, check out corkscrewsandcontracts.com. If you're anywhere in the Middle Tennessee area, you'll definitely want to connect with them and all of their networking attendees at their Middle Tennessee Investors and Wholesalers Network. That's in downtown Nashville. Where is that in uh, Nashville? You all meet once a month. When is the meeting? Yeah, it's the second Wednesday of every month. It's a happy hour time. So we go from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. That way it's right after work or for a lot of us in the real estate industry, it's whenever we get a break <laughs> to go to something. And uh, yeah, come on out. We'd it, love it. It's right off of Music Row. Mm -hmm. Does it move from place to place or is it always at the same place or should they go to a website to find out where it currently is? Because this show is going to be out there forever. Yeah, same location for Music Row. Uh, go to Eventbrite and you can search for it. Uh, we're also on Facebook. And that way we do take reservation or RSVPs for it. So we know how much to, how much food to prepare for everybody. So, so go to Eventbrite or you can go on Facebook and again, searching for the middle Tennessee investors and wholesalers network, right? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all so much. And thank you, our audience for tuning in. I'm Jay Connor, the private money authority, wishing you all the best. Here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level. And until the next show, we'll see you soon. Bye for now.